Welcome to the Two Principles Podcast, the ultimate destination for principals, leaders, and educators. That's right. We're diving deep into the important stuff, the ups and downs of mental health, the secrets to managing stress effectively, figuring out that elusive work-life balance, and mastering the art of being an effective leader. So sit back, relax, and get ready to embark on an incredible journey with us as we explore the fascinating world of life and leadership. So whether you're a principal, leader, a busy parent, educator, or someone on a mission to make a positive impact in the world, this podcast is for you. The Two Principles Podcast, life and leadership talk inside and out. A better you makes for a better today. It starts with you. Kev, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? I did. I ate way too much. Yeah, too well, that's what we do, right? No, no too it was much good. food. It's good. We're good, in that uh, good food, good good uh, people, good company. It was good. Yeah, I'm how excited about, about today. I'm excited about today, my friend. Hey, we're in that time frame, too, before, you know, you got, you got th- you, after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. until you got, you know, New Year's, whatever, uh, before the New Year, and it, it's a busy time for principals, and so we're going to talk a little bit about that today. I'm excited about that, but I'm glad you had a good Thanksgiving. I, too, had a good Thanksgiving. It's good to see family. It's always good to eat some good food and uh, just be thankful and grateful for all the good things that are in our life. So, Kev, are you ready to go today? I am ready. Let's do this. Let's raise that frequency today. Let's get after yeah, it. Let's go spread some good out in the podcast universe. Kevin, episode 2P50, my friend. 50? 50. We did it. We, we, hey, can you, can you believe we Yeah. I don't. I Sometimes I, I wonder, man, how the heck you and I did this. But hey, I am super excited to be here. You know where I'm checking in from today, my friend? Can you tell? I can tell. You're at the studio. Yeah, I'm at the studio. Yeah. I'm at HealthWise, the beautiful HealthWise Yoga and Wellness Studio today. I'm checking in with you. I'm Jason Paris. I'm Kevin Jost. And we are the two principals. Hey, if this is your first time checking in with the 2P pod, we appreciate it. We know you have a wealth of options out there uh, as far as podcasts go. Um, like Jason said, this is our 50th episode, which kind of blows me away a little bit boom, 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 um, boom. I'm we have been kind of sometimes limping along and and we've had some ups and downs and and all sorts of stuff so um yeah thanks for checking in we appreciate it yeah we appreciate everybody who is uh you know uh, following us uh giving us uh subscribing whatever you call that we are just grateful for our listeners we are an indie podcast it's just kevin and i we do not have anybody else helping us out it's just Kevin and I. We are two principals hanging out, enjoying life, and just trying to get better every single day. And we try to do that one step at a time, one conversation at a time. Hey, Kevin, I have the song. It's our anthem for our 50th show. You should know this song without even me saying it because I'm going to tell you, I think it should just be part of our intro because okay. I, I just love the, I love this song so much. So now you know what it is, right? There we go. Let's folks... Welcome to the 50th show of the Two Principles Podcast. It's kind of a long intro. Should I fast forward a little bit? No, just let this play because I'm going to talk a little bit about the Sweet Emotion. Okay. This is Sweet Emotion. This is actually written by Aerosmith lead singer Steven Tyler and bassist Tom Hamilton. Hey, the song, Kevin, was released uh, when I was born, 1975. That's why I love it so much. I like this intro. Keep playing that intro, man. Just let that thing Sir? bleed into the go. It's a, it's our fiftieth show, man. It's a big deal. 
sweet emotion, my friend. I always think of our, um, what's what movie do I always think of when I hear this song? Armageddon. Days in, oh Armageddon. Oh, Isn't yeah, it Armageddon. in Armageddon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, no. This song was released in 1975. It's nobody cares. Boom, boom. It's the band's third studio album. Uh, coming off of Toys in the Attic is what the band was called. Hey, the intro that you were talking about yeah. features a, it features a talk box, and that's a device that allows a musician to modify the sound of a musical instrument by changing the shape <laughs> of their mouth. <laughs> Pretty cool. Hey, this song was also re-released in 1991 uh, and peaked at number 36 on the Billboard Hot 100. This is Aerosmith's Sweet Emotions, probably one of their most popular songs and enduring songs. It's been featured in numerous films, like you said, shows and commercials. So, my friend, grateful for you. Happy 50th show to you, my friend. Two principles, sweet emotion. Let's do this. T- let's do this. Let's go. There we go. Hey, we got a uh, question, mailbag time, my friend. Yep. I always like our listeners checking in. And if you if you are somebody who wants to just check in with the two principles, uh, give us an email at the number two principles, P-R-I-N-C-I-P-A-L-S, podcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. We'd love to. We 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 love checking in and listening and hearing from our listeners. But this is a, a principal who sent this email in. Actually, we had a couple this week. Um, this is what I pulled. Uh, this one I, I like. This one. This is about. And I'm going to ask you, Kevin. So, can you? They want this listener. Principal wants to know. Can you provide an example of how a principal can effectively take failure as a means for their for their professional growth. I'm going to go professional here because I think a lot of times in, in, in the principalship, we're afraid if we fail, it means that I think a lot of people say you're not good. You're not a good principal. You're not a good leader and all that stuff. So say that again. You want to know how, ask the question again. Give me an example. So the, the, the question from the, the, this principal was, can you provide an example of how a principal can effectively take failure as a means for professional growth. So how, okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to use myself as an example, obviously. And, and I think it's going to boil down to, uh, self-reflection and, you know, it's, it's a good practice sometimes to think back and reflect on things that you've not done well. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, we know more than we know, you know, I know more this year than I knew last year. You know, and, mm-hmm. and same goes for the previous year. And so I look back at things that I did or or endeavors that I took on or challenges that I was experiencing, you know, from last year or the year before or three years ago, and I'll ask myself, what would I do today if I was trying to do that same thing? Because I have more knowledge, yeah. I have more experience. Um, and so it's it's instead of looking at it as, oh, I fell flat on my face... It's, hey, let's celebrate the fact that I know more today than I did three years ago. And if I were presented with that same scenario, I would do things differently because I've built up my knowledge base and my skill set and um, mm-hmm. just overall ability. Um, and so I think it's just a, it's just the, you know, like we talked about, it's that reframing the the idea, the nature of failure. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's more of a mindset. I guess that's that's my example. 
Yeah, that's the word I was going to say. I was going to say mindset. Have that mindset of like, you know what? I'm going to learn from this. This isn't going to hold me. This isn't going to hold me down. This isn't going to hold me back. This is going to help me as a stepping stone mm-hmm. uh, for success in my life. And so I think that's a great way. So I do appreciate the the principals, the leaders, folks that are checking in with us and, and, and asking us questions. I think that's great. Hey, Kev, our blog, I love our blog. I love what we're doing there. Just if somebody wants to be on the, the list to get that sent weekly, yeah. how can they do that? And yeah. then also we're putting it out on social media and stuff like that too. If they yeah, just want to hop, go check it just out. hop on the, the website and go ahead and just enter at the bottom of the, the main page. Just throw your name and email in there and, and you're, you're not going to get the blog in an email. You're just basically going to get a reminder that a new blog post has been posted and, and a link to the blog, but it's also out there. And like you said, we're, we're trying to get it out there on social media too. So, um, but if you are somebody that just forgets and just wants a reminder, Hey, it's out, go ahead and sign up. Yeah. A lot of great stuff in there. Again, I, I, I think it's great for those, uh, principals or leaders or someone who's just looking for some just very quick and easy, tangible tips and resources or motivation or challenge or even a mindful thing. And I know, we put a cool thing in there about um, just recipes and stuff like that because mm-hmm. we do talk a lot about nutrition yep. with the two principles. But it's it's a lot it's a lot of great information that somebody can get really quick and really set their week up. Uh, I think for a great week and uh, great stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, check it out. It's a great uh, great blog, and uh, we just it's it's stuff that uh, Kevin and I we continually have conversations about. It's near and dear to our heart. It helps us get better in what we do as principals and as leaders. So. Boom. Let's do it. Hey, Kev, the show today. Yeah. I think it's a perfect, when I was thinking about the 50th show too, I was thinking about all the things that have come about, all the things that I've learned. I know you've learned through this pod and uh, the, the, the amazing people that we've been introduced to. I'm just thinking of, you know, I'm sitting here today in the, our studio at the HealthWise Yoga and Wellness Studio. The amazing, I mean, I checked in with a couple of people here today. Um, just, uh, just really cool. And so, but mental clarity Mm -hmm. and really the whole thing about mental clarity. And we do know that how you can get, uh, brain fog and you can get caught up in just overwhelming feelings and feeling like you're mentally drained, fatigued and all that stuff. So we're going to talk today about mental clarity. We're going to talk about the connection of, of exercise, but all the other things that that you can do to help with get gaining mental uh, clarity. So I think it'll be a great topic for us to talk about here on our 50th show. And so with that, my friend, uh, let's begin. Huh? We got to do, so you're, we're gonna, you're, you're missing, think, you're missing the, the biggest part of the show. Oh my God. See the 50th <laughs> show and I'm missing it. You are. So, Oh my God. Did I jump over that? You did. I and, did. and here's the deal. Yeah. I, I forgot about that. Remember we last episode, we talked about maybe throwing together yes. a, a little, uh, so this is what I got. It's nothing fancy and it, it's not extensive. Hey, mental but clarity, baby. Mental here's, clarity. Here's is what this... we got. Here, you ready? Yeah. It's that time for the random question of the show. <laughs> I can't forget the random question yeah, random of the question show. Of the show. And that's maybe mental, mental clarity. Mm-hmm. I need to get a little bit clear here. But hey, so, so th- this episode's uh, random question of the show is, Kevin, would you rather have a day of intense exercise and experience immediate mental clarity 
or have a day of complete relaxation and mental clarity without any physical activity? Oh, I'd definitely take the first one. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I just think because if I can have mental clarity and have a day of exercise, great day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd take the first I, one I, for sure. You know what? Yeah. I go back and forth. I mean, I do like to get my uh, intense exercise in, but you know, there's days where you just kind of wake up and if you can have just that absolute complete relaxation feeling and then also have mental clarity at the same time, yeah, those are good. Those are good days too. And I think um, those are important to remember that we, we don't get caught up and, you know, we're, we're going <clears> to, <throat> you know, just, overdo ourselves on one end of it it's good to have that other piece too we'll call it the mindfulness uh piece of relaxation so i think that was a great question today and that's that's going to bring us into the topic today and like i've already uh shared mental clarity i don't know how much mental clarity i have today but um <laughs> i do i do think i have some but we're gonna today kev we're we've uh, as always we've you and i uh, you know when we put these shows together yeah. we dig into some statistics some facts on it we're going to talk about that We've got about three, four questions that you and I are going to ask, uh, answer, and then uh, we're going to provide some strategies uh, for those leaders and principals and educators out there. And then you, obviously, you and I like to leave uh, folks with a couple of uh, a couple of actionable uh, steps that uh, people could start using. So let's talk about some statistics. So what do you got on this? Well, let's see some of the stuff we we kind of pulled together. Um, we're looking at this is a journal, uh, clinical psychiatry. It's a study. Regular exercise can reduce the risk of developing depression by up to thirty percent. And and if you're, you know, I don't think that's a shocker to anybody. But if you're experiencing less depression, or if you're, or um, the flip side of that coin is if you're experiencing depression, you're probably also not having the the most mental clarity or the best mental clarity. Right. Um, right. Let's see. There's another another um, report from American Psychological Association talking about again enhancing cognitive function and improving memory and and attention span with physical activity. Um, I, go ahead. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I, I yeah I saw that one. And, and and really, when you when you think about the roles that we're in as principals mm-hmm. it, 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 or a leader or educator, it is you, you. How can you get yourself set up to be mentally clear right because when you're mentally clear and you can feel like you have i think you can you're a better listener you're you're better at communicating you're you're probably better at sending email all that stuff it just enhances the relationships around you but when i read that about just incorporating some physical activity into your day and it's about the cognitive function and then the memory and attention span because do you know how many things that uh as a principal and i know you if I were to ask you, Kevin, as a principal, how many things that you got a, your attention span and you have to kind of stay on on tune with things and, and, and remember things? I mean, that's yeah, it's constant, it's all lot, day, isn't it? Yeah, I was just gonna say, it's a fast, fast paced job, right? It's a fast paced day, and you've got things coming at you from all angles. You've got you've got emails coming in, you've got people coming in, you've got phone calls, you've got requests, you've got emergencies. I mean, it's it's. It's all day. And I think we've all experienced like what it feels like when you're, you know, use that term brain fog. I think everybody kind of knows what mm-hmm. that is. When you're, when you're experiencing brain fog, yeah. God, it's hard to get through the day. I mean, it's, you, you feel like you're just walking through 
cement, you know, and you, like mentally you're just, you, you're not firing on all cylinders. I mean, I think we all know what that feels like too, when you're just like, everything is just coming naturally. You're anticipating people, you're, you're, you're reacting quickly, but, but soundly and with good decisions. And, and, um, and I think a lot of times, I don't know if we, we do a good enough job of reflecting back and thinking, you know, okay, why is that happening? You know, if you have a really, really good day and you feel like you were on point and, and you were on top of everything, do you sit there and really analyze and try to figure out, well, what, what did I do the last 24 or 48 hours? You know, did that impact it? Did I, did I get really mm-hmm. good sleep the last two nights? Did I eat really well? Did I exercise? Did I work out? Um, you know, I think if we really sat down and, and explored that, as individuals, we would probably form some connections. We'd probably come to some realizations of our lifestyle choices and and when we're having days of good mental clarity and poor mental clarity. Um, sorry, I kind of went off on a tangent there. Absolutely. Well, no, you did that. That was great. And I think, you know, like you said, we're principals and there's so many things coming at us every day. And and if, if we can figure out these little uh, tweaks or things that can help us, man, by God, let's do it. The other, the other piece here, you know, we'd like to share these statistics because you and I look at these, this topic and we look at how it impacts us and then what are the positive things. But I mean, here's another one, Harvard Business Review found that 70, 76% of executives who exercise regularly reported increased mental clarity and improved decision-making abilities. Mm -hmm. How many times in your role, Kevin, as a principal that you have to make decisions? Um, from the second I walk in to the second I leave. Yeah. It's, I don't, I mean, it's constant. Yeah. I mean, you're constantly, Mm -hmm. yeah. From making a decision about maybe something happened with a student, maybe it's a a parent called, maybe it's a staff member comes in and has quite, you're constantly making decisions Mm -hmm. and that just in itself can fatigue you. Right. So when you're constantly being bombarded with all that stuff, that's going to mentally fatigue you. And so, you know, obviously regular exercise can help. Here's the thing, and, and a lot of people will ask, well, what, is, what does it mean by how much? Well, there's the studies have shown that just 20 minutes, and I think we, we said this on a, a previous show too, but just 20 minutes of aerobic exercise can have immediate positive impact on cognitive por- performance. Sure. So that could be just going for a walk, going for a quick jog, getting on the Stairmaster, getting on the elliptical machine, uh, doing something that you're just getting that aerobic exercise. Uh, the other thing is exercise, we talked about this previously, uh, is linked to increased neuroplasticity, the brain's ability to adapt and form new connections. And when you think about your brain, you don't want to get stuck. You don't want that brain mm-hmm. to get stuck or whatever. You want to keep that thing moving and growing and all that stuff. The other thing I would say that you, when we talk about this and, and what the studies uh, are, are saying out there and the research out there, Regular physical activity has been associated with reduced risk of developing age-related cognitive decline. So just as you say that, to me, I want to make sure that as I'm getting older, I got to be taking care of myself because if I'm taking care of myself, well, I'm going to be taking care of my cognitive abilities. And that is when we're talking mental clarity, we're talking decision-making, we're talking um, just the role that we're in as a principal. I think that's super important. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree Hey, more. what about brain... I, I, <clears throat> I, I want to go, Kevin, to this. I'm going to ask you this because yeah. um, there's a lot of times, and, and this is for me personally, and I know you and I have talked about this. This is why we're going to talk about it here right now, but 
I could come to you or you come to me mm-hmm. and say, man, I am my, I'm just, mm-hmm. my, I got brain fog, man. Mm-hmm. I am just, I'm fried out. So, um, what, how would you describe brain fog and, and yeah. what could you, what, what could you say to combat? Like I fog? said, I think it's a pretty commonly used term. I think everyone, you know, understands what it, what it means or what it feels like. Um, but it's really, it's just talking about mental confusion or, or lack of clarity, lack of mental clarity. Um, you know, it can show up as, you know, forgetfulness or, or just difficulty concentrating, um, you know, we use the other term mental fatigue, you know, you, you, you're just, your brain's tired, right? You just, you feel like you've used up all your thoughts mm-hmm. for the day. Um, and maybe just a general feeling of, of like cognitive fog or haziness. Um, you know, you kind of often think about it, like when you're ill, when you're physically ill, you, you feel, I don't know, for me anyway, that's, that's how I feel. I was sick, you know, a few weeks ago and I, I felt like I was just in a brain fog for a week straight. Um, you know, there's mm-hmm. some, that's one factor, you know, physical health, obviously, um, maybe certain medical conditions that can increase it or, or, or cause it, um, stress, lack of sleep, poor nutrition, dehydration. I think that's a big one. Um, I am a absolute, um, believer mm-hmm. in, in the hydration piece because I was somebody who was poorly hydrating myself for a lot, a lot of years. And, um, Right. So I, I know that's a big, big part of it. Um, but then, like I said, it's just, it's anxiety, depression can, can play a role. It's, it's just, uh, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of factors. There's not just one thing that causes it, but, um, it's definitely a real thing. How about I, to combat? So yeah. How do you, how do you deal those with things it? that you just said there? I mean, yeah. Well, do the opposite of what it is. If you're not, if it's because of sleep, get more sleep. If it's, if it's because of dehydration, drink more water. I mean, it's sometimes as simple as that, but, um, you know, regular exercise, maintaining that healthy diet, um, uh, self, uh, like, like stress, self stress relief techniques and, and making sure you're, you're, you know, whether that's meditation or mindfulness, um, you know, yoga, whatever. Um, again, I'll mention the sleep. If, it, if, if you're contributing it to lack of sleep, get on a good sleep schedule, uh, get on a healthy schedule. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the biggest thing is if, if you're struggling with whatever it is that you think is causing it, don't, don't hesitate to reach out and ask for help, whether that's a, maybe it is a medical condition. Maybe, maybe you have sleep apnea or, or something and you just, you don't sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you need to see a medical professional right. and, and get, get something fixed. And, and so, yeah, regardless of what it is, if you feel like you can't tackle it on your own, ask for help. Right. And there's no, there's no, I, th- I think as uh, we've shared this before too, and as principals, there's no shame in going to see somebody because you need, you want to get yourself in, in a better all overall mental, physical, emotional well-being. You want to increase that and, and be at your best. Mm-hmm. And so if you need to go see like a therapist, a counselor, uh, it could be a health coach, could be a leadership coach. I mean, anything, go and do it. I mean, take care of yourself because you are important. And this is why we're talking about it. And why we're talking about this, Kevin, it's like mental clarity is such a big piece in our jobs. I know you and I talk about this a lot, but it can really hinder a principal. I mean, it Absolutely. really can hinder a principal if you're experiencing this brain fog, because what's going to happen is it's going to, you're going to, you're probably not going to have the best ability, uh, that you can to make, you know, good decisions. 
communication could be hindered or slowed. And just leading with that focus and being kind of that driven, having that clear focus on what you want to do and how you want to do it. So, um, you know, I really, you and I talk about this a lot, but it's so important for you as a principal to be aware of your mental state. You need mm-hmm. to be aware of your mental state. And like you were just saying, take those steps to address that. And it, if, it, if it's brain fog, whatever it is, take steps to address it so that you can actually perform the best that you can in your role. So I think that that's really important. So um, really quickly, Kevin, do you want to, I know we, we have here on here, it's some mental clarity is so important for leaders for several reasons. Yeah. And just, we don't need to go into detail with them, but maybe just you talk about a few and I'll talk about a few here. Yeah. I mean, we've already kind of mentioned, few, you know, say. a few of them for sure, you know, effective decision-making, being able to just, just make, make sound decisions. Um, problem solving, mm-hmm. obviously that's part of that process. Decision-making, um, just understanding, you know, whatever complex situation you have in front of you and just being able to work through it. Uh, effectively. Communication is a big one. Um, obviously we're communicating with people in, in some capacity all day long in our jobs. And, um, I think we've all, we've all experienced, I know, I know I have, I mean, I can think about times of, of sitting down and trying to, you know, maybe draft an email and for one reason or another, it's like, I can't think of a single word. <laughs> I can't, I can't put my thoughts together. Um, and, and more times than not, it's probably due to, What's been happening that day, um, trying to shift gears from, you know, maybe a stressful situation to, okay, now I'm, now I'm trying to sit down and be calm and and put my thoughts together, but my mind's, you know, stuck on what just happened. And, and so, um, mental clarity regarding communication is a big one. And, and, um, and then just, just focus, you know, being able to prioritize, um, that goes into what you were just saying. I mean, you could sit down at the computer and you just, you don't have the focus because you're, yeah. you're, you're just, your brain is, you're tired, you're, you're whatever. So, and it, that's, that's that focus so you can manage, like you were saying, your time and energy. Yeah, for sure. They're all, they're all tied together. And, and, um, I think it's, you know, for me, when I think about this topic, I feel like it's tied to how I physically feel, uh, more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm consistently, you know, if I've missed, you know, some time from physical activity, physical exercise due to maybe an illness, um, that's when I feel like I'm, I'm at my, at my worst. And, you know, if I were to, um, go and really reflect on, on when I feel the best, I know it's when I'm sleeping well and when I'm physically active on a consistent basis, um, or when I'm feeling, feeling the most clear. And now a word about our partner, HealthWise Behavioral Health and Wellness. As a team of experienced licensed psychologists, clinical therapists, medical professionals, and mind-body practitioners, HealthWise offers a wide range of mental health services for individuals of all ages. HealthWise is grounded in a philosophy that considers the whole person. Located right here in Maple Grove, Minnesota, HealthWise is ready and able to assist you with becoming the best version of yourself. And now, back to the show. Yeah. 
I, for me, I would say that the last piece I want to share with this piece is the whole piece about that emotional intelligence. Yeah. And when you have that emotional intelligence, it really, that, that mental clarity enables leaders to, to better understand and manage your own emotions. If, if you are dysregulated and you can't, you, you, you're, you're emotionally dysregulated and you can't regulate your emotions, you are going to be called what I'm going to call probably a dysfunctional leader. Because yeah. we have lots of, we deal with emotions every day. So you're the best that you can do is to put yourself in all the things that you're talking about, I'm talking about here to do those things. So you can really manage your own emotions as well as when you're, when you're able to do that, when you have that me- clear mental clarity, um, you're able to navigate the emotions of you, probably your team and those around you that you're serving uh, your colleagues and all that stuff. And I, I just believe that this is so important it is going inward with yourself and really understanding and that that mindfulness piece keeps coming up for me is just being mindful of your mind, body and spirit and, and taking care of what it needs so you can regulate your emotions because what's going to happen, you're going to be able to build, I believe, stronger relationships and you're going to create a more positive work environment when you have you have better control of your emotions um, overall. Yeah, I think so. I think so for sure. Hey, let's jump in. I want to talk about, you mentioned something earlier, the the statistic about 20 minutes of exercise that really mm-hmm. that, that's all you need. But let's dive a little bit deeper into this because um, we're busy. Yeah. We are busy. We are, we, yep. if, if you are a leader and you are going to prioritize physical activity, you've got to, you've got to be mm-hmm. intentional about it. So let's, let's have some serious mm-hmm. conversation about how frequently do you think really, truly, how often should, should people be exercising for optimal, um, results? I mean, what yeah, are, what well, are, what are experts will, this really will, this saying? Will, yeah. 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 And this will differ a little bit, but I would say the experts out there and all the stuff that you and I continually read, they recommend that engaging in, if you're going to engage in like moderate intense intensity, aerobic exercise, that should be about 150 minutes per week. Okay. Okay. So that, that's like, let's say say 30 30 minute sessions, that's 30, 30 minutes, five Five days, 30 minute sessions for five days a week, something like that. That, that would be one way. Or if you're going to do the, a higher intensity exercise um, for 75 minutes per week. And that could be, you know, pushing your body uh, in different ways where you're just going to really um, crank out uh, that. But again, I what I would say about exercise and stuff like that, first, you got to know yourself. What is it that works for you? Because you and I have lots of conversations and you do things that really work well for you. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, I might not do those things, but I know I do some things that work really well for me. But that's the unique part about this. It's, it's we're all on this journey. It's figuring out what you need. But those are the things uh, that I would say. The other thing is when you say we're really, really busy, right? We are. We're, yep. we're really, everybody's busy. Every, but you have to prioritize, am I important? Is my body, mind, and spirit important? If it's important to me, I'm going to find time to do that. And I would say breaking down your exercise sessions or your movement sessions or whatever you want to call them into small durations throughout the week. Um, so that, that could just be like finding 30 minutes a day 
you know, find 30 minutes a day where you're either going to go for a walk, even break it up. Maybe it's 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes later on. Maybe it's walk in the building, whatever it is, but break those sessions up. But that, that's what the experts are saying about doing that. Figure out what works for you. You know, another piece would be talk to, um, you know, you could talk to a trainer, you could talk to a physical therapist, you talk to different people, fitness experts out there, uh, and they can help you put together a, a program for you. But uh, with exercise, okay, so mm-hmm. we know that, yep, getting out there, you know, 150 minutes a week or whatever we're saying there. But what the key piece here is, we're stressed out, we're overwhelmed, we continually are in a job where we, you know, that's what I hear from principals all the time. I'm stressed, I got so much going on. If we know that exercise exercise can help, how can that help in reducing the stress and anxiety of a, of a principal? Well, the first thing that comes to my mind is, you, you mentioned something earlier about just going for a walk. Um, I will find that if I'm stuck, Mm-hmm. And I'm feeling feeling brain fog or I'm just I can't I can't focus on whatever the task is that I'm doing. I'll just go for a walk around the building. I'll just do a lap. I don't mean outside. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'll do a lap around the the yeah. you know the the hallways and and check in with people and and get moving and mm-hmm. and from a physiological standpoint, really what that's doing is it's pumping brain through your body. And so you're increasing your oxygen mm-hmm. flow throughout your body and specifically to your brain. Um, you know, your brain's an organ, just like your kidney or anything else. And so if you're, if you're increasing blood flow, um, to your brain, Mm -hmm. you're, you're adding oxygen, you're going to increase your ability to concentrate and focus and, um, just overall just Mm -hmm. thought process. So, I mean, that's, that's one thing for sure. Then you add in, you know, the science behind the, the hormones and the, um, things that you're releasing by physical activity, which is going to um, help with all that too. So, yeah, I mean, there's obviously a l- way more science behind it than that, but it, it's really just about, I don't know. I just think about, I just, I feel better when I get up and I've, I've moved my body and I've gotten some blood flow and um, yep. just feel better for sure. Um, yeah. And like you said, it could be anything from, it could be any. It could be anything from, you know, running, could be anything from walking, could be Mm -hmm. anything from strength training, could be yoga, whatever it is, figure out what what works for your body and just do it. Get your body moving because there's so much research out there, the benefits of that for you to do that. And so, yeah, do that. How about for you, I got a question, how how does, you know, getting leaders to do this for themselves is one thing, trying to prioritize. And, and like you said, if you care enough about yourself and, mm-hmm. um, make sure that you are, you're doing that for yourself. How about for the teams? How about for staff? How, how, how should a, a leader encourage teams and staff members to, um, prioritize all this stuff to improve mental clarity? That's a great question. And I think number one is, uh, we've talked about this all the time, lead by example, be a role model, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, take care of yourself, do that for yourself, show you, show that that's what you're doing. But then I would also provide those opportunities, provide opportunities for staff members to do that. Maybe it's a, like, I'm just thinking about our building, you know, the, have the weight room open, our fitness center open, uh, you know, before school. And if any staff members want to come in and uh, get a workout in before school, they can do that. Or like today, you know, uh, I saw f- several staff members after school today 
They were going to go over to the fitness center there. They were going to get a workout in there. They are going to get a lift in or they were going to get on one of the machines and do some aerobic exercise. Um, I see staff members at the end of the day or beginning of the day walking through the building, like you said, getting, getting steps and getting those things. So talking about it, we've had um, outside people come in and provide like classes. I know uh, a couple years ago we had uh, somebody come in and, and, and do yoga classes within the building. So being providing that also being a little flexible with your staff to say, you know what, if, if you gotta, if you gotta leave five, 10 minutes early because you want to go get a class in, or you want to go get out into whatever, do go do that. Yeah. Because I think that is going to really, uh, help them out, um, by doing that. Uh, like I said, if, if there's groups that want to organize something to bring into your building, do that. You can do that. Otherwise just really, Understand as a principal, as a leader, that you know that uh, taking care of your physical health is so important. And so if you know that's important and you are encouraging your staff to do that as well, too, yeah, figure out ways to, to you know, provide that for them, talk about it with them, have conversations with them. Um, I think all that stuff is uh, really beneficial and can really influence your team to prioritize exercise because we know that, like you've said it, you just feel better. You know, mm-hmm. you feel better. Well, that's, that's improved mental clarity. Your, your mental clarity is improved when you're doing that. So I feel like we're, this? I feel like we're <clears throat> talking can, about, um, uh, I feel like we're talking about exercise a lot, which we are, but yeah, it, but there's, there's a pieces here that I want to, I was going to talk here in a bit too about, um, the mental clarity piece of, of, of I know you, uh, I may be, <clears throat> I may do this more than you do it, but you, you still do it. But the mindfulness piece and meditation mm-hmm. piece and how that can really do it. Uh, cold therapy. We've talked mm-hmm. about cold therapy on the show. Cold therapy is, is another way to um, lower your cortisol levels and really get that in. Um, there's just so new, nutri- all that stuff. But I want to ask you this because we hear it all the time. How can I integrate exercise into my busy schedule, Kevin? Because I get up early in the morning. I got to take care of my kids. I got to get my kids out the door. I have to get to work. I got a busy work. And then I come home and then I try to get dinner on the table. And then I try to get my you know kids to bed. So how can a busy principal integrate exercise into their busy schedule to really reap the benefits that we're talking about here because it you're going to have better mental clarity. So this is where things are going to get a little bit, we're going to have a little bit of maybe harsh reality, kind of real talk. Um, you just got to do it. You just got to do it. You got to stop making excuses. <laughs> like, there, you know, you could be all like, like oh, let's put a strategy together of, of you know, putting post-it notes on a, on a mirror that you see every morning, Hey, make sure you're working out or get a workout buddy. Um, you know, make sure you've got good books around that are talking about working out or whatever. You can use all the tricks you want, but the bottom line is if you don't want to do this, you're not going to do it. And it, and it's not even about wanting Mm -hmm. to do it. It's about whether or not you're committed to doing it. If you can honestly tell yourself that you don't care enough about yourself or you don't care enough about your family to take care of yourself, that's one thing. But 
if you genuinely believe that your family would be better off if you were healthy or your job would be um, easier if you were healthy, then you just got to do it. You got to stop making excuses. You got to stop. I, I mean, I hate to sound, you know, mean or insensitive, but you got to stop being weak and you just got to find a way to get it done. And that might mean getting up earlier than you normally do. That might mean not going to dinner with your friends twice and twice a week um, because that's when you need to go do your classes or whatever. You're going to have to sacrifice something if you want to make a positive change. It's just that simple. I mean, it really genuinely. You know what is I would say simple. to that when you, you know, when I say when you say sacrifice, you know, you you gonna you you are gonna have to take yourself and you're gonna have to take yourself, look yourself in the mirror and say, "Am I important? Am I important to what I'm doing here?" And if I am, I have to start being disciplined and consistent and taking care of myself. I would rather. Do the like you're saying, getting up early, doing all that stuff. Yeah, that's hard, but I'd rather take that hard than the not doing it, scrolling on social media, doing all that other stuff. Um, so that that I think that's uh, something we gotta something we gotta do here. Um, yeah. So how about uh, let let's move into. Uh, just really quick, I'm going to, I'm going to run through this because people will ask for advice and, and you're talking about like, uh, maybe somebody is new to this and somebody's saying, okay, Kevin or okay, Jason, I do want to start exercising because I want to improve my, I want to improve my mental clarity. I want to be better, but <clears throat> there's some advice I think for beginners, like number one, start slowly. It doesn't mean you're going to jump out of the gate and you're going to go five, one hour sessions, uh, you know, every Monday through Friday if you're new to it, start with some low impact activities and, and start slowly with that. The other thing is that like, you've talked about this before. I've talked about this before. Choose activities that you enjoy. Mm -hmm. Select things that you're going to want to go do. Don't do, don't punish yourself. If you don't like to do something, don't do it, but find the thing that, that it is. Some people really love yoga. There's people that really don't like yoga. Well, if you really like it, go do it. Some people really like to go run. You'd great, go do it. Some people like to be on machines. Great, go do it. Some people like to lift, go do it. Find the activities that you enjoy and go do it. The other thing I would say is, and I say this a lot, and, and this is part of our show because you know we're part of HealthWise here, but be mindful. Practice mindfulness. Pay attention to your breath. Pay attention to the sensations in your body, to the environment around you. During your workouts, mindful movement can help reduce stress and increase mental clarity. You talk about it when you go on your runs, right? When you go on your runs, you're paying attention to your breath. You're yep. paying attention to the sensations within your body, in the environment around you. That right there can be really, really good. And then um, I know you've got a couple here too, but the last one, set set realistic goals. Don't, uh, you know... Um, you know, put those achievable goals based on your, your current fitness level, um, and schedule, you know, again, I would aim for 30 minutes of moderate intensity exercise most days of the week. If you can, if that could be just that simple goal, I'm going to get 30 minutes yep. in most days of the week. So that means I'm going to get it in at least four days a week. If not five days a week, I'm getting that in. 
uh, because that's going to help you uh, uh, build a sustainable exercise habit. Yeah, some of the other things that that uh, I think are worth mentioning too is being patient, um, changing your health, and improving your health. It's it's not an overnight process, and I think the average person quits and gives up far far too soon uh, because they're just not seeing the results that they want. You got to give it time. You got to you got to be consistent, mm-hmm. and you got to just give it time. Uh, listen to your body. Pay attention to what's happening, especially if you're somebody that hasn't been physically active most of your life. Um, you need to pay attention and, and understand what's going on so that you're not going to injure yourself. There's a difference between, uh, you know, some physical pain and some discomfort and, and injury. Um, you know, you got you just got to be aware. And, you know, I mean, I'm de- dealing with stuff all the time. I'm dealing with an ankle issue right now that uh, might end up requiring some surgery if, if I want to continue with um, the way that I'm running and whatnot. But you just got to you just got to know your body. Um, then that last thing that I want to mention is seek support. If again, if this is new to you, uh, reach out to somebody. Reach out to a friend that uh, regularly works out. Reach out, you know, get a trainer if you can, you know, afford it. If that's an option, um, you know, there's classes at gyms. I mean, there's all sorts of things you can do in terms of seeking support. I mean, my gosh, we we are certainly not uh, short in the ability to to find resources on the internet. You know, even just YouTube videos and and whatnot. So. Um, I guess I guess that's uh, those. I just wanted to add those add those three things. Yeah, those are great. Let let's uh let's this this recap here quickly before we close out here. Let's yeah. just recap, just for principals and and leaders out there, some just strategies that they can use to Im- improve their mental clarity. And I'm gonna go and I'm gonna shoot through probably uh, three of these, four of these, and then uh, I know you've got some too. But I'm gonna go back to practice mindfulness. Mindfulness techniques, that could be meditation, that could just be simple as deep breathing exercises. Because when you can, sometimes what I'll do, and I'm going to give, I'll be sitting at my desk sometimes, and I'll just come out of like a, a, maybe it's a a meeting, or a phone call, or before I'm going to send an email, and I will sit there with my feet, feeling my feet on the ground, feeling my body in my chair, and then I will just start breathing in through my nose for four seconds. I will hold for four seconds and then I will exhale out my mouth for four seconds. Sure. And I will do that maybe four or five times just to get myself centered. And so that could be as simple as that to help clear and calm my mind. It's also good for reducing stress, focus, and all that other stuff. The, the piece we've hit on here a lot today is get that regular exercise. We know that it's good for your cognitive function, mental clarity. It increases the blood flow to your brain. And helps you reduce stress. Um, uh, that's so important. You talked about this earlier in the show. Again, I want to recap it. Prioritize your sleep. Making sure you're getting rest. You as a leader, as a principal, you cannot be one to... Be, if you're not getting that sleep, you're not feeling rested. You're going to go in. You're going to feel foggy, cloudy. Uh, you're not going to have that mental clarity. So make sure you are prioritizing sleep. Get on a regular sleep routine. I know you're really good at that. Now, that's one thing I um, give you, you know, kudos on. You really have a good sleep schedule to know that you're taking care of going to bed and so you're well-rested and, and mentally sharp. And then um, the last one I'm going to say here is just we know that we're in a role as principals that are we have high levels of stress. We're in the role of education. We mm-hmm. deal with emotions. We deal with 
people, we deal with all that stuff. High levels of stress, when you have high levels of stress, that can cloud your judgment and that can impede your mental clarity. So figure out principles, and this is for me too, I know you and I have these, but we have developed our stress relief strategies. So what works for us when it comes to maybe time management, setting boundaries, setting realistic expectations, those are some things that you're going to need to figure out. You're going to need to figure out what are what works for you to help reduce the stress and improve your mental clarity. Yeah, and there's other stuff too. You know, maintaining a healthy diet. You know, that's that's a big component of it. And and uh, you know, we talked about seeking support and 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 that type of thing. So um, let's let's uh, let's round this out. Two pieces of advice for leaders to start using right away. What's what's one? Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go with, uh, find an exercise routine or an activity that you enjoy, get yourself figured out what that is. If it's going for a walk outside, if it's, if it's lifting weights, if it's going to a yoga class, if it's uh, going for a walk with a friend, whatever it is, find an exercise routine or an activity that you enjoy. And then what that's going to do is that's going to increase your motivation to continually do it and make it easier for you to stick Perfect. with your routine. How about you? Mine is uh, start with small steps. We talked about it, but I think it's important to, to uh, point out. Just don't bite off more than you can chew. When you do that and you set up yourself for, for failure, you're, you're, you're going to get discouraged and you're, you're just going to quit. So just take small steps mm-hmm. and just kind of ease into it. You're going to be more successful long term. So Awesome. Hey, KJ, it's always a pleasure to be with you. It's our 50th episode. Super excited. That brings us to the end of our episode. Listeners, those out there, again, we hope you found valuable insights on the connection between um, exercise, mindfulness, and all that stuff to increase your mental clarity. Remember, as leaders, taking care of your mental well-being is essential for effective leadership. Join us next time for another exciting topic. Next week, Kevin and I will be going on episode 51. Thank you, everybody, for uh, joining us today on the uh, 2P Pod. Remember, it starts with you. Make sure you are continuing to live and lead with purpose. Take care, everybody.